From the authentic soul of Bernie Siegel, MD, comes Mind Health Matters, a show that reflects Bernie's passion to reach people struggling with all of life's challenges, not just the physical ones, so that each person can live life fully with the understanding that, as Bernie reminds us, we only have today. Believing that we are all here to love one another, each in our own unique way, Bernie has crafted eternal truths and the timeless wisdom of the ages. Join Bernie as he shares his powerful journey through life while offering us special nuggets of his sacred wisdom. Welcome everyone to Bernie's show, Mind Health Matters on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. We are a Boston-based, fully producing internet radio station with all the bells and whistles. Uh, we can be heard any country, any state, any city, anywhere you are, you can listen to Dr. Bernie's show, uh, which is heard every Thursday and Friday. 12 a.m. and 12 p.m. on our station. And if you have Alexa, you can ask her to uh, play Dream Vision 7 Radio and at the specific time where Bernie's on, and voila, you're listening to Bernie. If you're not familiar with Bernie, he is a pioneer in the mind-body connection. He's a revered thought leader, retired surgeon, prolific author, offering meaningful life lessons. He's a pioneer in mind-body connection, has written 17 books, and uh, he's still going. And we have a wonderful guest today. Bernie has Joshua Bloom. Uh, he teaches empaths and intuitives to harness their innate quantum powers to become limitless. Internationally acclaimed, trusted authority, and the executive producer of the cutting-edge film, The Ultimate Answer is inside. Joshua has developed his own modalities called quantum energy transformation uh, that he has a powerful library of additional programs uh, being quantum, a transformation process called age clearing, a Reiki modality named being Reiki, and an allergy elimination process called quantum allergy release and so bernie's going to be talking with him he has a book and all good things so over to you bernie and welcome joshua hello joshua you. let me throw a couple of questions at you and then you can tell everybody who you are and because what i find fascinating partly because of my own life when <laughs> I'm laughing because I have a magazine here from many years ago, and it says on the cover, and this is a well-known magazine, uh, you know, interview in this issue with the controversial Dr. Bernie Siegel. Now, you put that on your cover, you'd say, well, why would people want it? But, you know, the controversy is what interested everybody. Why would somebody like me saying, yes, this is wonderful, and somebody else saying, that's crazy, it makes no sense. And I think that's a big part of what we, as human beings, have, have to evolve. Yeah, I've had a life that's controversial. It would make a wonderful movie uh, because of all the bizarre things that have happened to me. And the reason I'm saying this is to hear from you what got you into this the title of a book the ultimate answer um you know just that alone what do you mean the ultimate answer you know everything um 
And let me let me say one more thing because I think this is really important for everybody. If you have something mystical happen to you, share it with everybody. And when they say that's crazy, see, uh, you know, when you become controversial, don't worry about it. Because one day, and this is what's happened to me, who comes up to you, a patient, a nurse, and they say, can I talk to you for a minute? And at the hospital, the staff used to say to me, why are nurses and patients who aren't working for you at the hospital paging you? And the reason was, when they had something to discuss that was controversial, oh, call Dr. Siegel, you can talk to him. And that's what really, in a sense, changed me uh, and not all the others because nobody wanted to talk to them because they would say, that's crazy, that's stupid, that doesn't make any sense. That's what I would hear from other doctors. So let me stop talking, which is always hard for me to do, and... Tell me and our listeners, what got you into this? Why do you want to talk about the creator of quantum energy transformation and the creator of life? So go ahead. Tell us about yourself. You know, what's your background, too, that got you listening to this? And what made you want to talk about it? Well, thank you so much. You know... I find being controversial a very interesting conversation because my specialty is instant healing. And if that isn't controversial, (laughs) then I don't know what is. I got into this kind of by accident. I think the universe got me into it more than I got myself into it. I was uh, having some anxiety issues many, many years ago, 20-some-odd years ago. Let me interrupt you already because – as my friend Jung, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, the future is unconsciously prepared long in advance and therefore can be guessed by clairvoyance. And Elizabeth used to say, Bernie, there are no coincidences. And I think when you say, you know, these coincidences, they're not. You're creating your future. Now I'll be quiet again. Go ahead. Okay. So... I had this anxiety that was really, really difficult for me to deal with, to say the least. I was, at times, really not able to even work or do anything. It was very difficult because I was anxious all the time. Mm -hmm. And so through that problem, I went and learned over 20 different healing modalities to try to resolve this problem, and most of the things I tried didn't work. But when I put them together to make something new, which I made quantum energy transformation, I found that I got better results. And I started to learn from all the people out there that were talking about how to, how to shift energy, how to create a change. And I learned through, you know, falling on my face several times, and also getting up again every time and creating a change for myself. And eventually I did. It took me 10 years. And I released my anxiety through my work called Quantum Energy Transformation. After I did that, 
um, or while I was doing that, really, I was helping other people. And I started to see results in other people before I saw any results in myself. And I, and I, I look at the people that I was helping, and I would see them change. And from that experience, it taught me that I could change myself, that I could release this anxiety. And obviously I did. And it became a powerful, I became a powerful metaphor for other people, and other people became a powerful metaphor for myself. And Mm -hmm. I was able to move forward in my life to great heights, helping so many people, which has been a dream come true for me. So it's been really That's powerful. wonderful. Thank you. I yeah, mean, the, the, it's hard for me not to interrupt you because just the two of the things that really changed me just as I listened to you and what changed you. One was a patient uh, who paged me. And the nurses always were saying to me, why do these patients who are not your patients page you or go to your office? Because they knew they could talk to me and not be told, that's stupid, that's crazy, that can't be. This woman had a heart-lung transplant. She called me. She said, everybody thinks I'm nuts, but I know I can talk to you. The person whose heart and lungs are in me comes to me at night when I go to sleep and we talk. And everybody thinks I'm crazy. And she told me what had happened. And by the way, there's a book called A Change of Heart by Claire Sylvia. She wrote about it. But what she said was, you know, he's there talking to me. And um, I even rode a motorcycle and learned he died in a motorcycle accident. I'd never ridden a motorcycle in my life. But anyway, she called the family. They gave her his name and everything else. I mean, she got his family phone number from the dead donor. She said to him, I'd like to talk to your family to know this is true. He gave her, her the phone number. Because uh, remember, this is, you know, body parts that were put in him. She, and uh, because she was so sick, she knows nothing about who it was, what it was, or anything else. And when things like that happened, yeah, that changed me. And uh, I, what was it? Yeah, Elizabeth's comment to me, Bernie, the, the, you know, the future is unconsciously prepared long in advance. You know, that there, there's no coincidence. Well, that was her way, Bernie. There are no coincidences. That was her Swiss accent. And I can remember <laughs> drawing, and this is something I'd recommend to all the people listening as I take over and I will promise to shut up shortly and let you talk about your book. But it was to say that the future, you know, is prepared in advance. And when people drew pictures, as I did one day for Elizabeth, I couldn't believe all she knew about my past, present, and future. And a patient of mine in the same way, uh, when I was talking to her at a workshop, and she was sitting next to me, which I took as a compliment. But she said, in this dream I had, it, you know, it showed me that the future was being prepared by me. And so I began to realize that and then get involved in it 
and the things that started happening because of what she did uh, were amazing. So I did too. Um, and she said, what I learned I needed to, to do was to learn to live between office visits. And that struck me, you know, to help people know what the right thing to do is between office visits. And the stuff that happened after that was amazing. I got to tell you one more thing, then I will put tape over my mouth. That was, I met an angel named George, my angel. And I was speaking at a Christian funeral of a friend who died. And uh, Elizabeth was there, Cooper Ross. And when everybody was leaving, she came over to me. She said, Bernie, are you Jewish? I said, what are you asking me that for? I'm here at a Christian funeral. No. But when things like that happen to you, boy, you change. Uh, because you can't deny them. They're there. And now I'm putting tape over my mouth, Joshua. Go ahead. <laughs> well, very powerful, Bernie. There's a lot of things that we can't see, but they're there. And that's really powerful. You know, right. uh, just to follow up on you said, what you said earlier about the name of the book being called The Ultimate Answer, the power of The Ultimate Answer is that the ultimate answer is inside of us. Each and every individual person has and has, can have access to their own answers. We, we tend to right. be looking so much outside of ourselves for somebody to tell us what our answer is. But there's so much going on inside that we don't always take a look at or take a listen to or feel in our bodies. And that's what the book is really about. It's an understanding that the ultimate answer is in you, and you can become a person who no longer requires the problem that you have. And the answer to that is inside of you. And that's what makes it very exciting to realize that we can get help from other people, but we also really should consider ourselves as... Yes. In this conversation. Go ahead. I mean, I'm, I'm proud of you. I want to say to people, listen to what he's telling you. Um, oh, boy, oh, boy. I love having you on the show and hearing what you have to say because, again, that's it. And you have accepted it because of your experience. And right. uh, that's why I was saying to people not to be afraid of sharing your experience to open people's minds. You know, because as I said, the nurses would ask me, why are all these people paging you in the hospital? You're not their doctor. But just as they came to talk to you, they knew it was safe to talk to me. I wasn't going to say, that's crazy. I can't believe that. Because I'd been there. I mean, what you're saying is marvelous. It, it's the truth. Yes, yes, yes. And one more thing. Um, <clears throat> what's it? Solzhenitsyn. See, doctors call things, oh, you had a spontaneous remission. You know, you healed yourself. Why doesn't a doctor say to you, wow, you can't, went into remission. What did you do? And then tell other patients, no, you had a spontaneous remission. 
Solzhenitsyn, in his book Cancer Ward, uses the term self-induced healing. They self-induced. So you did it yourself. What did you do with your life? And his symbol for it is a rainbow-colored butterfly. The rainbow order. And every color is an emotion of your life. And the butterfly is the transformation from, you know, busting out of the cocoon and starting your new life. And that's a lot why I talk about drawings. Every color has an emotion in it. I mean, a lot of people, when they're ready to die, purple, the spiritual color, is in the drawing with their name in it. Or if your doctor depresses you, yeah, you draw your doctor dressed in black. Uh, and those are meaningful things, so pay attention to yourself. Draw your pictures. Have your dreams. Sorry for <laughs> talking, but I love you. Yeah, I agree with you. Go ahead. Well, thanks so much. You know, it is so important that we consider ourselves in the situation when we go and get help from other people. But so many times we cut ourselves off of that conversation and we rely solely on someone else. So when we bring ourselves back into the situation and we include ourselves as a resource and the answer is inside, wow, anything becomes possible. I like what you just said when you said that we self-healed ourselves. And and that's what... I do when I work with people. I don't heal them. They heal themselves. Right. I just show right. them the way. Hey, this is the way to do it. If this way doesn't work, we'll find a different way. But let's see what way works for you, your energy, and bring that person back to themselves so that they can find that right way for themselves. So I think it's right. so important that we are... Yeah, let me... Oh, go ahead. Because... We don't obtain a medical education. I'm talking about doctors like myself. We are taught how to treat disease, not people. And my first awakening to that, if you ever work with doctors, do this. I had 90 medical students there. I said, draw yourself working as a doctor. Then they passed up 90 drawings. And this is a box full of crayons. They have every color. And when I looked, I was blown away. Only one student out of 90 had a patient in the drawing. She was sitting in a wheelchair, and he was handing her a tissue. The other 89 were sitting behind desks, diplomas on the wall, nothing, no patient in any picture at all. Now think about that. Draw yourself working as a doctor. And you don't see a single patient. <laughs> and I can't get medical students to, and medical schools to wake up and tell them to make that part of their letter for admission of students. Draw yourself working as a doctor and mail it in with the application. Mm. Some of them say that's a wonderful idea. All right, go ahead. <laughs> I think the power is in that question of allowing people to express themselves and go deeper than maybe they have ever done before. Yes. So it's it's just remarkable. 
it's hard for me. I'm a storyteller to not, you know, keep interrupting in a sense. But um, I did a lot of pediatric surgery, and one of the children was dying of cancer, and her mother wouldn't stop dragging her around the world trying to find a cure. And I finally said to the mother, why don't you just take her home and love her instead of dragging her around the world, you know, at age eight? Uh, you're not really helping her, and I don't think you're going to find any magical cure. And the child had drawn a picture with her name in a purple uh, cloud, and I said, look, she's ready to go. So she took her home, and about, oh, a few weeks later, she came over and said, Bernie, I brought you the drawing because Amber died a few days ago. And then when she explained exactly what happens, in the drawing, there were eight pretty things, like like candy-colored, standing up straight in the picture. I said, I don't know what this means. It's a nice part of the drawing and all the colors, but I have no idea what it means. And that's why she brought me the drawing. She said, Bernie... When I brought Amber home, there were eight days left before my birthday. On the eighth day, Amber came into the kitchen with the drawing and said, Mom, I'm dying today as a gift to you to free you from all your troubles, as a birthday gift. And that's what those eight colorful items were, I know. And the mother gave mm. me the drawing and accepted Amber's death in a totally different way. And that's why mm-hmm. I get back to the title of your book. I love it. The Ultimate Answer. Yes, we need to take our first break, um, Bernie and Joshua. So uh, everyone stay with us. Don't go away. More with Dr. Bernie Siegel and his guest, Joshua Bloom. Join Dr. Bernie Siegel on Mind Health Matters every Thursday and Friday, 12 a.m. and 12 p.m. Eastern Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Bernie will draw from his inspirational personal journey, offering us special nuggets of his sacred wisdom weaved through his delightful stories. Listen in as Bernie reminds us to be fully engaged in life. Why are we here? How can we be happy? Questions asked from millennials to boomers. Crappy to Happy, Sacred Stories of Transformational Joy answers them using true stories of grit, grace, and love. James Redfield, author of The Celestine Prophecy, wrote in the foreword, This book is a seminar about emerging truths and offers grounded solutions through the art of the comeback. Dr. Bernie Siegel, a contributing author, wrote, Bodies die, but spirits and consciousness survive and recycle. So, grab some tissues, open your book, and prepare to cry and laugh till it heals. Crappy to Happy by Reverend Ariel Patricia and Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. Available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and booksellers worldwide. Dr. Bernie Siegel's writings and the 12 books he's published so far reflect his passion to reach people struggling with all of life's challenges. His latest, A Book of Miracles, inspiring true stories of healing, gratitude, and love, is both riveting and belief-expanding. Bernie has produced wonderful resources for everyone, like 365 Prescriptions for the Soul, Daily Messages of Inspiration, Hope, and Love, and Faith, Hope, and Healing. Bernie's books also include those like Love, Magic, 
Magic and Mud Pies, a great resource for parents, and delightful, loving stories like Buddy's Candle to help children of all ages cope with the loss of a loved one, be it a pet or a parent. To purchase Bernie's books, CDs, or DVDs, go to BernieSiegelMD.com. And while you're there, empower the mind, body, and spirit with Bernie's heartwarming articles. Calling all authors. Have you been considering an audiobook? Well, look no further. Come take advantage of DreamVision 7 Radio Network's unique in-house audiobook production, which includes benefits and bonuses from our radio station. Let our knowledgeable staff guide you to create the audiobook you've always dreamed of without breaking the bank. Check out our full one-stop service from A to Z, including the ACX process. Schedule a free consultation by calling 508-226-1723. That's 508-226-1723. Or go to DreamVision7Radio.com. This is DreamVision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. And we are back. You're listening to Dr. Bernie Siegel, Mind Health Matters. You can hear his show on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network uh, every Thursday and Friday, 12 a.m. and 12 p.m. If you'd like to get Eastern Time, should I say, if you'd like to get in touch with Bernie, you can go on his site. It's Bernie Siegel. S-I-E-G-E-L-M-D dot com. Bernie Siegel, M-D dot com. And then if you'd like to get in touch with Joshua Bloom, his site is quantumenergycenter.tv. Just as it sounds, quantumenergycenter.tv. And back to you first, Joshua. Would you like to share? You have a, a special free gift to offer. Absolutely. So I created this gift uh, with Bernie in mind because he's actually in the gift that I'm giving here to you guys. It's called Discover the Science of Quantum Manifestation. And the gift is all about learning how to manifest your health. We, we tend to talk about manifesting money. We tend to be manifesting things. But this is about how to manifest your health. And the people from the book are all sharing what they have learned about manifestation. And so we're all in there sharing uh, lots of great information about manifestation in, in the, in the, from the perspective of your health, which is really, really important. If you don't have your health, you don't have anything. So this is key. Yes. You can go to yes. it by going to iqet.com forward slash Bernie. That's I-Q-E-T dot com forward slash B-E-R-N-I-E. Very good. And before I finally yeah, ask, me, could you go ahead, Bernie. Let me interrupt before you ask, because just to give a quote, you know, so people let it sink in. Uh, the future is unconsciously prepared long in advance and therefore can be guessed by clairvoyance. So don't be afraid to go to someone who could be a clairvoyant, fortune teller, whatever. Or if a member of your family said something to you about what they see in you, it's there, believe me. And you can take advantage of it or be careful. Uh, They may be warning you about something. But 
Don't say that's crazy. Give it a shot. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I, I would love for Joshua to share more on the quantum energy transformation modality. Yeah. And I'm wondering, are you blending other modalities within that, or how, how does that all work? And I know it's all about going within, and that's the key to the truth of who each one of us is. Yes. Well, you know, it's very interesting. I read um, a few books and tried to learn how to connect with myself, and to be present. But none of the books talked about how to do it. They all said it was a good idea. Good idea for mm-hmm. you to be present. So I'm, so I'm looking at both, then how do you be present? And, and none of these books or, or anything out there was telling me how to be present. And that was one of the first things I realized, was that we really have to be present. But what's even more important than being present is to be connected to yourself. We, for the most part, most of us are all disconnected. We have disconnected long ago through our conditioning, through um, our life as we hit those bumps and so forth in our life. We disconnected long ago, and that's what happened to me as well. I had, I had disconnected, and when you disconnect, then you have anxiety and you have depression. You have all sorts of other emotional issues that show up because you disconnected. But when you reconnect that disconnection, then things start to change and move you towards healing and health in your life. So we call it being in your body, which is a deeper level of grounding. Grounding, like going to yoga, for example, is a, a grounding where you're in connection with the earth. But when you ground by being in your body, your higher self is therefore connected with you. So if you are connected with yourself and you're connected to the earth, that's going to be a whole lot more powerful than just connecting to the earth. Because if you're, connect, if you're disconnected, connecting to the earth isn't going to do anything for you. You have to be connected fully to who you are. So we do that, by, we get into the body by literally bringing in the higher self that's more than likely floating above your head. And we bring that higher self into the body through the top of our head, which is called the crown chakra. We pull our higher self in and let it just go down the body, all the way down until it hits your feet. When it does that, you're fully connected and in your body. Would you like me to take you through it? I mean, sure. I mentioned my... And my angel George, didn't I, a minute ago? Yes. Yeah. I mean, people need to understand. They have that potential. You know, get your box of crayons and a white piece of paper and draw those pictures. And then the truth is really coming out. It's not you thinking in words and all that. Um, So don't be afraid to do those things. Learn from them. Uh, Even... (laughs) I'm laughing because even if your family thinks you're crazy, we have five children and their father embarrassed them a lot. But when they had a problem and if I said, hey, draw me a picture, okay, you know, then they were ready to gain something. Like, should I have chemotherapy? If you draw the devil giving you poison, I don't think that's a very good choice. And then there are other people who do God as their source of chemotherapy. 
and had no side effects at all. So, all right, back to you, Joshua. <laughs> Good wisdom there, Bernie. I like that. I like that a lot. So getting into your body is really, really simple. What you're going to do is you're going to reach above your head and grab the feet <laughs> of your higher self, which is floating above your head, and you're just going to pull that higher self into the top of your head and let that higher self come down and just let the higher self slide down into your body through the crown chakra at the top of your head and just let that you come down deeper inside your body, going down deeper, all the way down, passing your forehead, going behind your eyes, going past your throat, your heart, your upper stomach and lower stomach, going down your legs, all the way to your feet. Breathing is good and allow that you to come into your body. And when you do it nice and slow and strong, you will also hear your voice change. You will feel more connected, more confident, and you're going to be connected again. And from this place of being connected, you have access to what you didn't have access to before, which is your intuition, which is your higher self, which is the energies within your body that were not there before but are there now. Allow Let me you add, it's your unconscious that brings that to you, not your conscious mind. So we have all these other words for it. Go ahead. Yeah. So bringing that consciousness into your body. And when you do, and you keep it there, you now have the ability to go inside. But when you're disconnected, you don't. You don't have the ability to include yourself in the conversation. You only have your intellect. And your intellect is only good for telling you something, but not necessarily telling you what you need to know or need to hear. Your higher self is what tells you, hey, go left, not right. Call this person now. And like you said earlier, Bernie, where this is all planned out already. The plan is easier to follow if you're connected to it. But Elizabeth, I do an imitation of her. She had the Swiss accent. Bernie, there are no coincidences. So we need to all remember that. We have created the future. There are no coincidences. Absolutely. So a couple years ago, maybe about three years ago, I moved actually from uh, New York City, Manhattan, uh, to New Jersey. And I've lived in New Jersey many times before, but I moved again. (laughs) And when I did... I started to get into connection, not just with myself, but with some, like, angel-like beings. And I thought this is very interesting that I have opened up so much that I've opened up to some other energies that are helping me. And I think it's powerful for us to recognize that uh, I'm not the only one that can do this, that we all can open up to more than what we can see. And that's powerful. That, that's why when I, 
took a box of crayons and drew pictures for Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. And she would ask me a question like, you know, why are there eight trees? Why is this? Why is that? It meant nothing to me. I'm drawing an outdoor scene. But every time she came up with a question, it meant something, whether it was the number eight, you know, or something else that had happened to me. And uh, so I couldn't resist going back to the hospital with a box of crayons in my pocket. And while we were in the emergency room waiting for things to come, all the reports, I'd say, "Uh, draw a picture of yourself. And it was amazing. Uh, Everybody in the emergency room was really, you know, excited by this craziness that Siegel revealed to us uh, that talked about a diagnosis, about just everything. And, uh, well, let me, I got to give you one more about myself. Um, Our kids got tired of, and our pets, of me drawing pictures of them every evening when I came home from the hospital as a way of relieving my tension, the, the pain of being a doctor. And literally one day they were running away from the house when I came home. And I said, what happened? Is the house on fire? What's going on? And I heard this voice, and I'm sure it was a talking animal, saying, No, we just don't want to pose for you. We're tired of sitting still for hours. I busted out laughing. I said, All right, I'll paint a picture of myself. (laughs) What did I paint? Myself with a cap mask and gown on, completely hidden. You don't know it's me. But what I learned from interpretations and Elizabeth Kubler-Ross and others, it was me covering up. And she said, what monks do when they uncover their spirituality is shave their head. And that's exactly what I had done that year, a few months before. I've had a shaved head for decades. And everybody knew I was crazy, so they just left me alone. (laughs) Our children were not very happy to have a father with a shaved head. This is when people had their hair down to their shoulders kind of thing. But I couldn't help but learn because I had done it. And uh, then all the interpretations of a shaved head and things. Oh, and I named the painting The High Priest. That fit right in with spirituality and the shaved head. And so I, again, agree with you, Joshua, and tell people who are listening, do what talks to you from inside of you, from your heart, from your consciousness, from wherever. Don't worry what others are saying. Just be your true self. And amazing things begin to happen. I will tell you one last story. I never stop talking. It's my problem. But um, I got a C in creative writing in college. The only C in four years. My worst grade. And here I write a book and it becomes a bestseller on the New York Times list. And I thought, wow, that's amazing. So I, my sense of humor, I sent a letter to my college, Colgate University, and I said, how about raising me from a C to a B so I'll have honors uh, in my grades average? Um, because look what's happened. I've had a bestseller and I got a C when I was at Colgate in writing. 
and I got a letter back, and I was sad because it was so serious. We're not allowed to alter grades after graduation. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I thought they'd read my letter and laugh and say, thanks for making us smile. Uh, but I wrote back to them and told them to lighten up. But it just showed me by experience that when a patient said, I need to know how to live, yeah, I could help them. Because it's all of us. It's in all of us. And uh, I have to say, I love you <laughs> to you. I mean, <laughs> to open yourself to this book and to put it out there for people. And don't worry about being controversial. Because uh, <laughs> right. things will happen to your friends and your family. And then they'll call you and say, oh, I got a story to tell you. You know, because when somebody walks up to you and says, there's a rabbi standing next to you, and it was somebody I saw, you know, in my meditations, um, uh, it just blows you away. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. Well, we need to take our last break, Joshua and me. Uh, so don't go away, everyone. Stay with us because you're going to hear about the free offer again from Joshua when we return. Join Dr. Bernie Siegel on Mind Health Matters every Thursday and Friday, 12 a.m. and 12 p.m. Eastern Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Bernie will draw from his inspirational personal journey, offering us special nuggets of his sacred wisdom weaved through his delightful stories. Listen in as Bernie reminds us to be fully engaged in life. Dr. Bernie Siegel's writings and the 12 books he's published so far reflect his passion to reach people struggling with all of life's challenges. His latest, A Book of Miracles, inspiring true stories of healing, gratitude, and love, is both riveting and belief-expanding. Bernie has produced wonderful resources for everyone, like 365 Prescriptions for the Soul, Daily Messages of Inspiration, Hope, and Love, and Faith, Hope, and Healing. Bernie's books also include those like Love, Magic and Mud Pies, a great resource for parents, and delightful loving stories like Buddy's Candle to help children of all ages cope with the loss of a loved one, be it a pet or a parent. To purchase Bernie's books, CDs, or DVDs, go to BernieSiegelMD.com. And while you're there, empower the mind, body, and spirit with Bernie's heartwarming articles. Are miracles real? Can you move from mayhem to miracles? 30 prominent authors say yes as they share their high fives and down lows of challenges, abuse, addiction, and love. Experience hope, the magic elixir of miracles, through the personal stories of New York Times bestselling authors James Redfield, Dr. Bernie Siegel, Sister Jenna, Reverend Temple Hayes, and many more. If you like bestsellers, chaos to clarity, and crappy to happy, you'll love crying and laughing through Mayhem to Miracles, sacred stories of transformational hope, available now on Amazon and in bookstores worldwide. Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. And we are back. And Joshua, would you like to share your free offer again and your website if you'd like or anything else that people can get in touch with you? Absolutely. 
to get the free offer, Discovering the Science of Quantum Manifestation, you can go to iqet.com forward slash Bernie. That's iqet.com forward slash B-E-R-N-I-E. My website is beingquantum.com. If you go there, you'll see lots of amazing information about the possibilities you have to create amazingness in your life. Very good. Thank you. I got to add one word of warning. Wait a minute, Deb. I want to warn people that when you start being a Joshua or a Bernie, your kids will come home and tell you you embarrass them because they read Mm -hmm. about you and they think you're crazy. The other kids do at school. So warn your kids that this is real. And if other children don't accept it, just tell them, wait, something will happen to you. And you'll realize it, it is real. And my mm-hmm. parents are not crazy. Mm-hmm. Good advice. So, Joshua, you're training students these days, uh, and you mentioned Come to the Edge program. What is that about? Come to the Edge is part of my certification program where I teach people how to put all the pieces together to create transformation for themselves and also for other people. So it's a powerful program. It has five modules. It's very simple to do. Nothing I do is is difficult. Everything that I do is easy. And it's so easy, you'll be like, how can that do that? But it does. It really does create um, very fast, if not instant, transformations as you learn what creates those transformations. I'll I'll tell you a story. Many years ago, I moved into my office in Fairfax, Virginia. And when I was there, a mother called me on the phone and said, my daughter has a head injury. She can't listen to music. She can't go to school. It's too loud in the hallways. She can't do anything like a normal child can do. Can you help? And I said to her, well, I don't know. But I said it would be worth a shot. So she said, okay. So she brought her child in. The girl was going to Walter Reed Hospital. She was being treated there. And her headache was always around a 14, which is one out of 10. You know, from zero to 10, it was a 14. So she was mm-hmm. always in pain. And the, 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 her head was hurting so much. So this is a 16-year-old girl. And I said to her mom, I said, I don't know how well she would be willing to, you know, move the energy that's causing this problem. And she, what happened was she got hit in the head several times. She was playing sports, and, you know, she would get hit in the head, or one of the team players would bump into her really hard, and, and she'd fall over and, you know, got hit in the head too many times. And the problem was that this was like a permanent problem. Her head was hurting all the time, and she had stopped going to school. So what was the mother to do? So I, I brought her into my office, and I asked her if she was willing to you know, go for it, and she said yes, and I took her through a quantum process. And in that quantum process, it took me about 40 minutes to work with her. And by the end of the process, instead of her being at a 14, she, she was at a 1. So all of the headache that she had basically went, except for a teeny, 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 teeny bit. So... 
I, I said, I think that's good enough for today. So we go out of the office, and her mother is in, in my waiting room, and she, and she, and, and we step out of the waiting room, and the mother jumps out of the chair and says, so tell me, tell me, what's going on? And so I'm like thinking back with mother being excited about whatever the answer is. And the, the girl, I can remember her saying it now, she said, it's out of one. The mother said, what? She said, it's out of one. And she said, what do you mean it's out of one? She, she never considered the possibility that she could get that pain and the, and, the, and the issue with too loud music and all that to be gone. She thought maybe it would be a little bit better today, but not like almost gone. So she came back for a second session, and we got it from that one to a zero. And well, now today she's much older, and she has a family and children of her own. And now in her experience, she looks back at this, and realizes, wow, anything is possible. And at that time, when she was coming to see me for her head, she wanted to go have ice cream with her friends. But the problem was that every time she'd have ice cream, she would have a negative reaction. And Mm -hmm. she would, you know, because she had an intolerance to um, the ice cream. So I said to her, well, I can certainly help you with that. It will take about five minutes. Do you have five minutes? You know, for a 16-year-old kid, <laughs> you, know, five, five, you know, if it's going to take a long time, no, I'm not interested. You know what I mean? I'll just deal with it. But she sure. said, yeah, I, I have five minutes. And I took her through a quantum process to release it, and she did. And she went and had ice cream with her friends. And now today she can have ice cream and milk and all sorts of things with lactose in it and, and not have any problems. So I share this with you to realize that anything is really possible. We just have to connect to ourselves to allow the energy to process to create that transformation. Let me, I, I, I got to add one more thing. The, how numbers have such significance um, and colors too, you know. Mm. Uh, anyway, like purple is a combination of red and blue and it's emotion and the heavens and why did God make trees green? I mean, you know, people don't stop and think about it. But what I learned about numbers, they're a way of telling you about something, like the number seven days in a week, um, all these things. And when I did my first drawing, so don't be afraid. Ask yourself and your kids to do drawings for you. Give them a full box of crayons. so you know the colors have meaning because the kids had their choices but when I drew again back to Elizabeth Cooper Ross and drew a picture for her and she started asking me all these questions why are there eight why are there seven why are there four why are there I said what difference does it make and then she told me how like seven days in a week okay um kind of thing that there are it's meaning in the number of drawings and in the number that's in the drawing and it really is quite amazing uh various cultures people you know it's personal and universal uh why there's seven days in a week see every religion has seven days in a week um and the eighth day is a new beginning. So if you see the number eight in a drawing, it's about a new beginning in the person's life. But the religions all have different number of days in the month. 
And those are the things that began to pop up that I thought were coincidences, uh, but they're not. They have meaning for all of us. So when you look at pictures you've drawn or your kids have drawn, ask yourself, I wonder what that means. And don't be afraid to ask your kids. I mean, <laughs> excuse me, you're laughing, but our kids used to ask me, please stop, you know, because they were embarrassed by what their father was like when they went places. But after a while, they realized, yeah, but look at the things we're learning and look what he's accomplishing because of it. So they stopped telling me, please stop being, you know, a crazy father uh, because it was fun to have a crazy father. So, and I don't worry about it being called crazy. Uh, it's just <laughs> something they can't explain. That's all. Exactly. All right. Crazy good, right? <laughs> yeah. As I say, when you look at how colors are universal and numbers. My wife had a heart attack years ago. She died of it. And she was born on 9-9. See, you were mentioning things. We were married on the 11th. I mean, you, you have already said a lot of numbers that I would have interrupted you and told you why you used them. But anyway, she died. Nine weeks after she died, I had pain in my chest, went to the emergency room. I walked into the building at Yale, and I heard a voice yell, put him in room nine. I knew my wife was there taking care of me. Then they put me in an emergency room uh, booth called 8-1. Again, another nine. And then the guy tells me, I'm sorry, but we don't have a room in the hospital to put you in. Next day, they said, I got it. And they sent me upstairs, and it was 819. Oh. And I started telling everybody, see, they all thought I was crazy. What the hell? It's an accident. It's a coincidence. Then the hospital gave me my patient number. The first number in the list was an eight, and I knew that was a, a good sign. But then it was six 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 three 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 nine nine eight. You know, and everything there was either a new beginning, an eight, or was a six and a three and a five and a four came out with a nine for my wife. And I still have those wristbands uh, because they meant so much to me. Mm-hmm. We'll be done in a minute. Powerful. Okay. And uh, I'm going to have a physical therapy session today. And he said he'd come at one thirty, but he just came in the door. And thank goodness because he didn't know I had a show to be on with you and no way of reaching him to say I wouldn't be available. So I hope you all will excuse me. Uh, you know, I could wait another minute, but... Uh, yeah, go well, it's time therapy. to say goodbye anyway, Bernie. Oh, all right. So do you have Thank any you. closing thoughts and Joshua as yes. well? On one, the time right now on my computer is one fifty-three nine. There you go. So, yeah, and the date is 14, my birthday. And the month is 11 when we got married in 2023, the 9 and the 14. 
So is it a coincidence that we had our interview today? No. <laughs> anyway, no. Josh, go ahead. <laughs> very, very good. Well, I love what you were saying before where these colors and numbers have meanings. And in quantum energy transformation, we use the meanings of where you might feel something in your body because where you oh, yeah. feel something also shares a lot of information about what might be going on. So the power that we have and the connection that we have to all things is really, really amazing. I just encourage people to realize that anything is possible and allow yourself to get connected and listen, pay attention, and move forward in your life where you're going inside and getting your answer. And my imitation of Elizabeth Gouda-Ross is often Borni. There are no coincidences. There That's you go. her way of saying what you just said. Yeah. Yes. All well, right. Thank I got to run. Get my All therapy. right, Bernie. <laughs> and Joshua, right. thank you for coming on bye the bye. Bernie show. And, um, and everyone listening, share the show with others and uh, enjoy what you may learn by listening and listen more than once until we come together again. Bye for now. Bye for now. Join us next time on Mind Health Matters with Dr. Bernie Siegel. Until then, remember, be fully engaged in life, loving every moment as your unique self. In going deep within to discover ourselves, we can also discover self-love. Then, when we let our hearts make up our minds, we connect what our bodies do so well to the power of love. We can boost our ability to grow and heal along with our self-esteem. The sense of empowerment that results from this mind-body connection is one related to self-induced healing. When you add spirit to that connection, making a mind-body-spirit connection, you nourish your soul. For more insight, go to BernieSiegelMD.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.